The long-awaited announcement around MIQ was made yesterday and yet again. People with loved ones overseas, people who are desperate to travel, be it for family reasons, for business reasons, people who just want to get off the island, have been told to wait. Eventually. Soon. Shortly. Seem to be the most used words in Chris Hipkins' speech. Sure, those who have been lucky enough to secure MIQ rooms will have their stay in ISO reduced. As of November 14, they'll spend just one week at their MIQ hotel, not 14 days. After that, they'll be able to isolate at home, provided they test negative throughout their stay. But Hipkins warned that reducing the stay didn't mean that the number of rooms available for Kiwis wanting to travel, wanting to come home, would double. The rooms that will be freed up as a result of the shorter stays will be used to isolate community cases of COVID who are unable to isolate at home. There was no reviving of the trans-Tasman bubble, no self-quarantining at home for the fully vaxxed until at least the first quarter of next year, no hope for people stranded overseas without the possibility of securing work because their visas have expired. I tend to agree with Sir Ian Taylor, who spoke with Mike Hosking this morning. There was no forward thinking or innovation in this government's plan. For me, the damning thing from yesterday's COVID announcement or MIQ announcement was the complete absence of any thought of the thousands of people who have been caught overseas. Many of them are now stateless, you know, in countries without passports, without money, without visas, and they were not mentioned. And the result doesn't deal to them. Nope, it doesn't. But I guess the government knows that they're onto a winner. It has absolutely shocked me over this past 18 months how many people like being locked up and told what to do. How many people actually believe that this is really good for them and the human psyche. It's also shocked me how small-minded so many people are. Just this very morning when I was on my way to the neighbourhood bakery to pick up the morning tea for Helen's 50th, uh, I ran into a couple who were ahead of me And they said that their daughter's in Barcelona. She's been desperate to come home and see them for many family reasons. And a very close friend of theirs said, well, she chose to go and live in Barcelona. She chose to live out of New Zealand. Then that's it, isn't it, really? That's what happens. And this was a long-standing friend. And they looked at her as though she was quite mad. A lot of people chose to live overseas on the basis that you would always be able to come home. You'd be able to travel freely. I don't think it's unreasonable to expect freedom of movement. But there are so many people that go, well, mm, mm, you chose to live in another country. It's on you. New Zealand's the best little place in the whole wide world. And if you chose to leave it, well, on your head be it. Nobody was expecting a pandemic. Nobody was expecting all of a sudden that you would not be able to move freely around your own country and across the world. It has stunned me how many people seem quite happy to marry their half-sister and consider a you know overseas trip crossing the bridge over the river to the nearest town. That's the extent of their imagination. Thank God there are others who are explorers and travellers and adventurers who take risks, who want to see what the rest of the world looks like, how they operate, who isn't afraid of being the other, 
I thought there were more of us than that, but what this pandemic has brought out is just how many people like being shut in, shut up, and told what to do. But they're not the ones I want to talk to this morning. I want to hear from those of you who were desperately waiting to hear if the government was going to come up with anything innovative, anything new in their approach to MIQ. Those of you who have got loved ones overseas that are trying to come home, those of you that want to go overseas, those of you who have just thought, stuff it, I'll go anyway. I'll just take my chances. I think there was a small chink in the government's armour when the High Court judge said to Imbi, Ministry of whatevs, uh, that they had to go back and take a long, hard look at the rich lister who was going to fly in a private plane to Boston to a meeting that was absolutely imperative for his business, and then he'd come back and self-isolate. Oh, no, no, said Imbi, no, you can't do that, no. The High Court judge said, uh, you might be able to, why don't you just go back and have a long, hard look at that? So not all of us have private jets or gated estates upon which we can stay, but hopefully that is the beginning of double vax people being able to take responsibility for themselves, and hopefully it's the start of being able to travel. Many people seem to think that walking around the block in their own small confines is good enough for them and it should be good enough for everybody else. Well, it's not. Not for some of us. So travellers, explorers, adventurers, you are welcome. 0800 80 10 80 is the number to